Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more r slash, well, it's not even an r slash, Nightmare Neighbors. <laughs> if you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too, as it all massively helps out our channel. It truly, truly does. Let's just get straight involved with today's story, shall we? I absolutely love neighbor stories. You know me. You know me. And today we're starting straight away with Joel VD saying, Connie and the Arby's sandwich incident of 18. The consta had a lot of issues, but she finally snapped when she found a rotting Arby's sandwich on the curb outside my house while she was dutifully sweeping the pavement at 3am with a handleless broom. She decided to place the Arby's sandwich on my porch. The Arby's sandwich was not mine, so the next morning I put it back on the curb. The next morning, the Arby sandwich has appeared on my welcome mat. I return it to the curb. This kept going for a week, with the Arby sandwich finding itself in my mailbox, <laughs> wedged in my screen door, etc. And finally ending with screams and threats being traded from our respective porches. Could this all have been avoided if I had just put the Arby sandwich in the trash after Connie first put it in my porch? Absolutely. So this is a story of two crazy neighbors. <laughs> And Hangin says, I've had a few crazy neighbors over the years. This is one of the crazier ones. The girl who lived above us was really nice. I watched her son often because she was a nurse who worked a lot of overnights. She had epilepsy and was prone to seizures. She wasn't insane until she got a boyfriend who was super religious. Not normal religious, but an off the chart zealot. One day she was having a grand mal seizure and her boyfriend was convinced she was possessed. He called his fellow zealots while I called the paramedics. When the paramedics arrived, the boyfriend and his friends were throwing holy water on my neighbor and wouldn't let the paramedics near her. Those weirdos had locked her poor four-year-old son in his room and he was crying so hard that he was throwing up. When the weirdos were distracted by the paramedics, I got her son and took him downstairs, cleaned him up and gave him a cookie. I held him close till he fell asleep. The paramedics were not successful in trying to treat the mum and when they left, the boyfriend came downstairs and pounded on my door, demanding for me to give him her son. He almost broke my door down. The boy woke up and started crying again. Poor baby. I opened the door and the dude started screaming that I worship Satan and I caused our neighbor to be possessed by a demon. He grabbed the boy and took him back upstairs. I called the police, but the boyfriend, the little boy and my neighbor were gone before they got there. A couple of days later, they came back without the boy and got some stuff out of the apartment. I tried to say goodbye to the mum, and she had this vacant look in her eyes with a really weird smile on her face. I think she'd been drugged. Either that or she had brain damage from the seizure. No idea, I just know she wasn't the same at all. They left all the little boy's toys and almost everything else and never came back. I told our landlord what happened and he did what he could and try and find her but never did. I still wonder about that poor little boy to this day. He'd be about 12 or 13 now. Wow, that's an cr absolutely crazy one. 
And we have Scott with a short one saying, there is a guy who drinks on my block then loses it. He barks at people like dogs, argues and constantly calls the police because he has a local ordinance book and calls him minor violations. The guy is weird. One day he's going to argue or fight the wrong person and end up getting shot or killed. We used to have a guy like that around our area. Another character, mind you, called Don. <laughs> yeah, he was a, he was one that just used to patro literally patrol the area every single day. And you could see him looking at you. And then various of complaints would appear about like children getting up to mischief and stuff like that. Yeah, he was an asshole. <laughs> had a Vietnam vet neighbor when I was a kid who had visible scarring from Agent Orange. We had a side-by-side -side properties of about 25 acres each and a shared pond. But every 90 days, he would give my parents a courtesy call, which was nice of him, and proceed out by the pond with a sidearm, rifle, and shotgun, plus requisite ammunition. He would then unload on this pond while alternately crying and hollering in this absolutely anguished way. Then he would pack up and go about his business. We lived there about three years. This would occur regularly. And Lucky Hunter Dude says, I lived in a fourplex for two years and the home next door was a crazy person. They had floodlights on 24-7 on all sides of their home. A mid-90s car in the driveway that I never saw move. And the only glimpse of a person I ever saw was their hand while holding a camcorder recording everything us fourplex residents did. They would fill whole pages of paper with rantings and tape them onto their window so that we could read them. I read a couple and at best I could describe them as random words. There was no structured sentences or decipherable chain of thought. Me and other people would call the police for welfare checks occasionally and report the creepiness but nothing ever changed. I couldn't tell you their age or gender but that hand holding a camera still freaks me out. Oh, that would absolutely freak me out too. Just seeing a hand come like round the curtain like spying on you when you're doing your whatever you're doing. And Delta Q Delta says, we had a brothel open up across the street when I was about 10 years old. It was super weird. We knew the people before they rented it out, so I saw the inside. 70s brick with a central bar slash lounge and about four or five rooms directly linked. I had no idea, but my parents saw the guys constantly arriving at all hours for a short time. An undercover cop arrived one day when I was just home from school and alone. He asked to observe the house across the street because of my parents call in. I asked to see his ID and he showed the cool badge flip thing. He sat in the front room looking out the window for a bit and didn't want any of my peanut butter toast. Then he just left after an hour. They busted the place soon after. And that's how I learned what a brothel is. <laughs> Every day's a learning day. And Oxalis Rex one says, I had an apartment neighbor who would hear me coming down the stairs and be waiting at her door to monologue at me. She liked to sing song my name when she heard me talking in the hall. Didn't seem to realize that I'm obviously not talking to myself, but either with someone or on the phone. If I didn't answer, she would knock on my door while singing my name or ring the doorbell until I did. I ignored as much as possible. Her best time was 15 straight minutes before I cracked. My favorite monologue was her ambushing to inform me that it was my turn to vacuum the hallway. She scolded me a bit for not figuring this out yet because she'd already apparently done it several times. This was an apartment building. Neither of us had any responsibility to do so. And a warm light for all says, I had an old man neighbor who absolutely loved my dog, but would not acknowledge my existence. Anytime I took my dog on a leash and we ran into him, he would be on his knees petting and talking to the dog. He started carrying treats around to give to my dog. My dog loved it and would make a beeline for him anytime we saw him. The first dozen or so times we ran into this guy, I tried to make polite small talk. Oh wow, he loves you. I'm such and such by the way and he just flatly ignored me. 
In probably over a hundred interactions, he never once spoke to me or looked at me. For a while, I assumed he was deaf or hard of hearing and a bit socially awkward. But then I happened to walk outside one day while my partner was taking the dog out and saw my partner and neighbor having a perfectly friendly chat. I walked up to join them and my partner greeted me and the neighbor ignored me exactly as usual. The whole thing was awkward as hell, but at least the dude was nice to my dog. I'm not sure how long I'd be able to tolerate that for, you know, just standing there with my dog on the lead where someone's just on their knees petting it and not talking to me at all. I'd be, you know, that's that's too awkward for me. I wouldn't be able to handle it. My cringe glands would go. (laughs) But I'm a molecule, says, probably my meth head neighbors I had living in Oklahoma. They would never sleep and were constantly yelling. The guy would have complete mental breakdowns at least once a week and the cops would be called and he'd be gone for two days, come back, be good for a day or two and then it would all start again. One night, I'm on our back porch relaxing with my wife and the dude comes up looking for his girlfriend, my neighbor. She comes out and they start fighting. My wife has had enough and goes inside to call the cops while I stay at the door to make sure nothing happened to my neighbor before the cops came. The dude then stops yelling, looks me in the eyes and says, just fucking shoot me molecule. I carry and while at home, I openly carry. I laughed and told him to F off. He then took out a huge effing knife and started coming towards me saying, I'll do it myself and started slashing his arms. Blood is all over the back porch and it's a really wild scene. The cherries and berries pop up and he takes off. Eventually, the cops came to take my report and fill me in on my lovely neighbors. They explained to me that they are well-known meth heads and the guy is in and out of jail and mental health facilities. He's also known to start local confrontations with people and police and get them to shoot him slash suicide by cop. They warn me that he will be out in three days and will probably be right back. So my wife and I just say, F it, we're moving in two weeks and we just wanted to bid our time before we were gone for good. We pretty much stayed held up in our bedroom, trying not to make a sound those two weeks and bounced out of their ASAP. We have crazy neighbors where we're at now, but instead of meth heads, we have turkeys. They kind of remind us of them. And I'm a Pikachu says, I lived in a house that was divided into two apartments. I had the entire upstairs, the neighbors had the entire downstairs. There were separate entrances for each apartment. I got home from work one snowy winter day after some new neighbors had recently moved in. They invited me in for a drink. They apparently decided that paying for electrical baseboard heating throughout their apartment was too expensive, so they had a propane grill lit in the middle of the kitchen. Politely made a quick escape and called the landlord immediately. Luckily, they didn't burn the place down. (laughs) What? And Lou Wright says, ooh, I live in a trailer park, so I got plenty of these. Jason was always a little weird, usually drunkish, but amicable, until he started doing meth. Stayed up all night randomly screaming, started digging tunnels in his yard, covered his trailer with gigantic tarp. He thought shadow people, little green men, the masons, and the hell's angels were all spying on him. He had very bright contractor's lights covering every square inch of his yard in light 24-7. Finally got evicted after he stopped paying rent and stabbed another neighbor 12 times. Don't do meth, kids. There's a bit of a pattern with meth and nightmare neighbors at the minute, isn't there? And Squidishly says, we live next door to a gay couple who have been in their house about a decade. They have a fantastic garden, vegetable beds in the front, nature strip turned into a herb garden from which everyone is invited to take stuff, beehives out the back. They put a lot of work into it. Turns out the guy on their other side, late middle age, lives alone, drinks heavily, is a wee bit homophobic. Late one night, the man next door woke up to hear this dude smashing up their garden. 
Apparently, he'd spent all day drinking and around 11pm decided it was time to deal with the slurs once and for all. And that involved smashing their tomato frames. The guys went out to stop him and he started bashing them, which is when we woke up along with the rest of the street. Four households called the police and the big Greek bloke across the street tackled the drunken homophobe and sat on him until the cops arrived. Victims included one of the men next door, broken hand, their apple tree and the tomatoes. Drunk guy was charged with assault and restrained from driving or walking past that house or speaking to his victims, but that was it. The broken hand recovered, the tomatoes were replaced and our next door neighbors know everyone else on the street has their back. So I guess that's a happy ending except for the psycho who still lives on their other side. And Lady says, when I was younger, we lived in a low income area. We had these neighbors that lived above us who liked to smoke crack. The guy beat the woman a lot. I would always call the police, but she never pressed charges. One morning I was getting ready for school and I hear a knock on the door and look out to see the woman bleeding profusely from her face. I told her to pull our porch door shut and lock it so he couldn't get to her. And I handed her a towel to help stop the bleeding. I couldn't let her inside, but I did call the police. By the time I was off the phone, she was gone. The cops came and she said she fell down the stairs. Finally, the state pressed charges and he went to prison for a while. Then he got out and started doing his same old shit, except one night he got so high and drunk that he decided it was a good idea to hit himself in the chest with a hammer over and over. He ended up with so much swelling and fluid in his lungs that he stopped breathing. My poor mother was a nurse, so when the woman came to the door and told her to call 911, my mother didn't have a choice but to perform CPR until the EMTs arrived. She said every time she would give him a breath, it would just push back out. He died shortly after that. Also, he called himself Hot Dog. And Flaxseed BP says pretty tame compared to others. My mother was cleaning up the top shelf of the closet, fell with a heavy suitcase on top, broke her ankle and leg. When the ambulance arrived, a whole family of neighbors who never spoke to us before bursted into the house with paramedics. My father was this close to literally punching and kicking them out. What is it with some people? We used to get that a lot round where we used to live. When there was drama going on in the house, people thought they were entitled to like go into that house to see what was going on. And it happened so many times that I can't tell you. I can't even count how many times that happened. And Chaos Wolf says, sorry for the awful formatting. Used to live with my partner in this tiny bedsit. It was essentially a converted crappy hotel. Our upstairs neighbor was absolutely insane. He kept his microwave in a half renovated room on the ground floor and I'd regularly get home from nights out, etc. and see him sitting on the floor in a dark room cooking ready meals at 3am rather than in his room. One day at roughly 2am, I heard banging on our door so I answered it quite carefully as it was late and it was him and he just stared at me, not replying to anything I said so eventually I shut the door on him and went back to sleep. This carried on every couple of days or so. I'm a very, very patient man but someone waking me up at every night at 2am when I had to leave for work at 5.30am was starting to drive me insane. So I answered the door extremely angrily and told him in a much more angry way to go away. He obliged and left. About a week went by before me and my partner started noticing he was following us around regularly. He'd follow me on my walk to work, follow us to the shop and be generally creepy hiding behind the bushes, etc. At this point, I really lost my cool. I heard banging on our room door again and answered to find him sitting cross-legged on the floor staring at me. I slammed the door in his face and he punched the floor. At this point, I swing open the door and tell him to F off before I throw him down the stairs and he stood up and ran off. The next night, I hear banging on the door again and he starts shouting at me saying I stole his microwave. 
Now, I definitely did not steal his microwave, but he was absolutely adamant I had and tried to get through the door to check my flat. This was 2am roughly and my partner was in bed. It was basically one big room. I had pushed him out the door and he started trying to ram the door down. At this point, I call the police and they turn up and calm him down and essentially give him a warning which seemed to do the trick. I then bumped into him in the hallway a week or two later and he invites me to go for a carvery with him and his mum. We still see him occasionally following us even though we've moved to a different city and have lived here years. Well, can't you get like a restraining order against that type of stuff? If someone was literally stalking me like that, I'd be very concerned. That's not normal behavior. Wow. And a deleted user says, when I was younger, I had an apartment. Across the hall was a guy in his late 20s who lived alone and would cook cabbage every single day he was there. Each weeknight, he was gone every weekend. He would play Captain Beefheart on his awesome sound system from midnight to 4 a.m. I'm still not sure if he actually slept because I always saw him to go to work for six. He was cool and fun to talk to. And if I asked him to tone it down, he would. But the oddest part was that he was a teetotaler and I don't believe the man ever touched a single drug or alcoholic beverage. He just really liked listening to the same loud music over and over and rarely slept. My buddies and I even had a drinking game where if you spilled your drink, you had to go knock on his door and ask why he was playing because it was irresistible. The guy really broadened my musical knowledge. And Honey Bunches of Love says, guy across the street was a hardcore alcoholic and druggy. We'd find him asleep in his running truck with beer bottles all over the seats constantly. His house was visibly trashed and sometimes he'd break the front door off its hinges and just had no front door for a while. He eventually died and a couple bought the house and completely gutted it. They found a safe under the floorboards with 100k and a bunch of drugs. Whoa. And B Enchanter says, neighbor was cheating on his wife. Wife came home early and caught him in bed with another woman. I guess a fight started and the mistress for some reason thought the best way to get away was to jump off the third floor window. She didn't die but obviously splattered herself pretty badly on the pavement. I was there when the ambulance arrived and watched the couple have a shouting match over who would ride in the ambulance with the woman. It seemed like she was the wife's friend and the wife was actually worried about her despite the circumstances. Another way more tragic one, a guy shut up his apartment, opened the gas and shoved it and blew himself up. He died and his whole floor had to be evacuated and closed off for months because of the damage. Thankfully, it wasn't on my block, but it still chills me to think about that. Penny says, crazy neighbor broke into someone's house, almost assaulted a 14-year-old girl, went to jail, intimidated witnesses, and got out of jail because no one would testify. He then tried to press charges on the brother for assault, when the brother beat him up. They laughed him out of court. Then he stole a motorcycle. They found it in plain sight outside his house, but he kept insisting that it was his. He removed the license plate and refused to show them the title, but the police could obviously see that it was the stolen motorcycle because he stole an uncommon one. So they took him to court, he intimidated the witness, and the only reason that he didn't get out early was because they found the damn motorcycle on his property with his prints all over it and the license plate hidden in his house. We were glad to get rid of him. He was a crazy dude. And Stacked Max says, when I was about 10, this grandmother and grandfather with their grandson moved into a house a few doors down. The son by the name of Sean was an angered issued kid from the moment I saw him. In hindsight, I feel bad because his parents were in prison, but Sean, but Sean is only half of the story. This kid may have had more than anger issues. Once, he ran through the front door glass of his house when he saw the ice cream man. He was cut up and shit like crazy and they had to fix the door. His grandmother was from like from Montana and she wasn't used to the modern medicine and she believed that your body's creation, piss itself, would heal wounds. 
she would make him pee in cups and she would pour it on wounds or in his ears when he had an ear infection. They moved away not too long ago, but I don't miss them. Another one is a group of people who lived across the street and they live here to this day. The lady who lives there is kind of a lazy ass, if you know what I mean. She lets her dogs roam the neighborhood. Now, I'm not going to act like an entitled piece of shit, but they were really annoying to the point of that same neighbor I was talking about earlier having to call animal control on the dogs at one point. The dogs have dug up people's flower beds and have bit an old veteran with Parkinson's. Her husband, who was about 50, had an affair with a 25-year-old, got the 25-year-old pregnant, and our crazy dog neighbor didn't even bat an eye. So now the man that lives there also has his pregnant girlfriend and his wife in the same household. That's all I got, but it's a whole lot of drama. Wow, now what a crazy selection of just nightmare neighbors. Imagine having to, maybe you do, and if you do live next to anyone who's similar to this, don't forget to let us know down in the comments if you choose to do so. Obviously, don't dox yourself and say the locations or anything like that, but I'd love to know the drama that goes on in your neighborhoods. Let me know in the comments below, and just thank you for spending 20 minutes or so with me. Listen to a story or two. It means the absolute world. I just want you to know that, so thank you so much for doing you, and if you want to support the channel further, you can, but absolutely never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube, or clicking the link in the description for patreon and joining up there once again thank you so much for your love support and time and i will see you you spicy so and so in the next one take care guys much love life when it's complex i'm loving it center if i can live here forever think it'd be for the better i love the weather even though it's fog 24 7 i love the people this is city i met all my best friends and i want to thank every break i want to thank every entrance to every building that i step in in this city of mine ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.